Well, hello and welcome to episode 90 of In the Growth Space. I'm David McLennan and I'm your host. And if you're new to the podcast, I just want to share here at the beginning what this podcast is really all about. And what I'm about here in this podcast is being focused on and exploring and examining what it takes to grow and what it means to grow and and then hearing stories of how others have grown. And, And that growth, of course, relates to every aspect of our lives, whether it's our business or our professional life, uh, growth around our personal life, and and maybe that's around our finances or our health or our relationships. And it it could be growth around our leadership of our teams and and what that feels like or or what that looks like. And, And really what this ultimately means is that when we grow, we leave our comfort zone. And that comfort zone is that place where we've been subconsciously programmed to know how to do what we're doing in any area of our life. And when we do that, that's when we enter that space, that place that I call the growth space. And it's that space where we feel uncomfortable and where we want to retreat back to the safety of what we know. But if we want to truly grow, it means busting through the terror barrier and feeling the discomfort and and, and acting anyway. So it, it, it's really good when we break through those barriers. On today's episode, I just wanted to have a conversation around another experience with someone who came to Turning Point. I know you just thought you were going to get rid of me on Turning Point and stop hearing about it, didn't you? Well, the reason that I wanted to hear these stories uh, and, and, and have you hear these stories really is because they're all so unique and, and each one has taken something different from the experience. And then, of course, it really is all about you taking their perspective, their per- their perception, their learnings, and, and turning it into how you yourself could make progress in your own life and in your own leadership. And, and sometimes that's just awakening some place or some part of your own awareness. And, and, and so today, I'm talking with two people who have, quite frankly, been on the podcast before. Uh, we're talking with Aaron Eddy, who's the CEO of So Worth Loving and So Worth Loving Creative. And we're also talking to my good friend and collaboration partner, Andy Hall. Now, Andy, as you know from listening to episode 88, just two episodes ago, is my collaboration partner from Turning Point. And we, uh, we, we caught both Andy and Aaron in the middle of some travel. Well, hey, uh, Aaron and Andy, welcome to In the Growth Space. I'm really grateful that you're both here today. This is kind of a new uh, experience for us here on uh, on the podcast to have two uh, two guests, but I think it's really cool because it's super appropriate, and um, we're uh, really grateful to have you both here today. Thanks, David. Great to see you again, and hi, Aaron. It's great to be with you again. Oh, it's so good. I feel like I feel like I just saw y'all. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and I think that that's what let's go there first, because um, we all saw each other at Turning Point, um, the retreat that Andy and I put put together and put on with, of course, Paul Martinelli. And um, I, I, I want to, Aaron, I want to get your perspective first, because I know that you attended and you, you you were interested in the retreat, and I guess I kind of wonder why. What what attracted you to you know when when I talked to you about it and told you that it was going to be in Atlanta and you know a little bit about it. What what was it that attracted you to to the event? That's a good question. I I have been in the entrepreneurial space for I guess really 
growing up in that space with my family being entrepreneurs and then me being one as well. And then, you know, trying to find places and where you feel less alone in that journey is so important to the journey. And I really wanted, I felt like turning point would be a solution for that, for some of the things that I've been processing. And I know we'll unpack it further on in this conversation, but I felt like I had hit some sort of ceiling in the way that I thought of myself in my dreams, in my career, in my goals. And I was honestly really annoyed by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And they say you have to get annoyed by yourself to start changing. So I felt like this would be a really cool opportunity to be a part because I love, I mean, I've watched the videos that you had shared online and I had read about it. Um, And I thought, you know what, this might be a solution to helping me unlock something, get past something, see future opportunity within my career and feel less alone in the process. So, yeah, so I guess that's where I um, I saw Turning Point being an opportunity to help meet me in that thought process. And I knew that I would be probably less alone in some of the things I was struggling with as an entrepreneur. And Erin, can I ask you in terms of bearing in mind that was, you could see there was a clear purpose for you of wanting to go. Um, how did the experience um, match up against, you know, what you were looking for? Oh, you know, the only expectation I had was that I was going to be around some really cool powerhouse people. And again, like feel maybe less alone in my journey. So I had no idea what to expect, like that I was going to be physically surrounded by, like what the presentations were going to be like, was there going to be always speaking, were there going to be breakouts, were there, was there going to be music, was there not going to be, like I had no real um expectation, I guess you should say, apart from like being able to read the agenda, but I had no expectation. So it exceeded past any sort of expectation that I had. Um, I I learned a lot about my inner critic and the thoughts that I think towards myself. And I was familiar with some of the books that Paul had spoke on and and the, the quotes that you and David were sharing. Um, like the book, um, think and grow rich was something that I saw my grandma. I grew up with seeing her just Mm -hmm. say like, read this book. If you want to be successful in business, read this book, Aaron. (laughs) And, um, and And she's uh, a, she's a very successful businesswoman, incredibly successful. And, And I have to say she's a trailblazer too, because, you know, in the era in which she was, really in the height of her business, she, she was, she was amazing. I mean, total trailblazer. She really was. And she was surrounded by people like Jim Rohn and Sydney Marcus. Wow. And, uh, she, she was, and she was a female entrepreneur in the seventies and eighties, single mom of two boys. So, and, and she grew a multi-million dollar furniture business. So when she tells me to read a book, I'm like, I will. So I felt in some ways, I felt at home at this mm-hmm. weekend because it was things that I had been brought up in or had been around or conversations that my family have had. And I brought my boyfriend who has been in the ministry world uh, the last 10 years of his life, but he's been a touring musician for, I mean, he's been in the music scene and started playing guitar when he was eight and then t- started touring oh, at wow. 17. 
Um, so he comes from a different like musician upbringing, ministry upbringing too. So he was like, this is also new to me, like the, these ways of thinking. And I'm like, they're not for me. And it was just so cool. Even him and I's conversations of like the way he has thought about your future dreams and goals and going after them and dreaming bigger and recognizing that you're limiting your capabilities. And um, it, it, there was a lot of like rewiring some of my mindset of I'm limiting myself and this environment is giving me space to break that off and expand my thinking. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love that. I love the fact that just by virtue of being in the room and being around like-minded people who are all wanting to expand their view of, of success and, 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 and meaning for life. And, and, um, and I loved, you know, one of the things that I personally love about Paul is he takes those books like Think and Grow Rich and he's studied them for so long and, and, and even like the Henry David Thoreau quote that we really dove deeply into, I mean, he's able to unpack those and really like teach some of the, the key principles from that and, and what they really mean. And I, I, I think for me, I know just being around people like Paul and, and others that were in the room, um, it makes a big difference because who you learn from really does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. What, so I, I guess as you think about some of your key takeaways or just maybe even some of the things that, you know, you'd like to share with, with the audience about your growth journey through Turning Point, you know, what are maybe one or two of those? I'd love to just hear. Oh gosh. <laughs> I have so many, David. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just one or two, right? <laughs> uh, oh, I love man. that response. You know that- <laughs> the man, I mean, I've already shared it like with probably 10 people uh, in regards to talking about resentment and mm. restriction and revenge. And that honestly was what has helped. That's the ceiling. That was my ceiling. So I went in there being like, I got a ceiling. I need to unlock something. Let's just put my boots on. I'm ready to do the work. Let's go. And when he started talking about you can't fully embrace your God-given desire dream and go after it and have a backpack of resentment towards whoever or how many others, you know, and as much as I can logically share that, you know, this person did this for this reason. And I was responding to this for this reason. Like I can, I mean, I've been in therapy. I'm, you know, I got mentors and a business coach and I mean, I've talked about this stuff, but I've never really talked about, um, like I've been able to rationalize and understand Mm -hmm. both sides, but I didn't realize I was carrying still just this, uh, residue of Mm -hmm. resentment that, was towards people that played a part within my career. Honestly, for me, it was my my actual career. I know some people there that attended, it could have been a dad, a mom, a spouse, maybe um, maybe it was a business partner. Um, but for me, I had I had three people that I did write down that I had to really process some stuff 
um, with my partner. That was my, that ends up being my, my boyfriend was there, um, to just unpack more. So the, the resentment piece, what did y'all think about that? I'm sure you've unpacked that. Well, you've bet y'all have attended this before, but let's just pretend you did it. And have y'all noticed about yourselves? Like, do you, do you still, can you think of somebody that you're like, I have resentment towards still, I need to work through. That's kind of blocking me from moving forward. Yeah. It's such a great question. Um, Erin, it really is because, um, this, this has affected the turning point that's just finished, even though David and I were part facilitating it with, with Paul, clearly we were participating in the same exercises as you were. And the rest of the group were, um, on Saturday evening, late into Saturday evening. Um, yeah. And there's, there's, there's one significant person in my life that comes up every single time that we do that exercise. Um, and that's my father. Um, you know, my, my father, I guess, like a lot of us, you know, in, in our upbringers, upbringing has played a significant part in my upbringing. Um, and, and that's where my resentment is. Um, and it was interesting because I, I was talking to Karen over, over dinner last night about this exact subject. Um, because she was participant and going through it for the first time. And she was asking me a similar question in terms of, you know, what happens when you experience that exercise for the second or the third or the fourth time? Um, and for me, what I found was the benefit of that was, is I believe I've come up with strategies in the past to deal with it, but it creeps back in. Mm. Mm-hmm. It creeps back in. I, so it's, you know, when was the last turning point that I went to? I think 20, I think it was 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as soon as I'm facing into that exercise and, and we start talking about, you know, that those, those three R's, that's the person that always pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the five or six years since the last time, it's like, mm. you know, the strategy that I put in place um, gosh, what am I trying to say here? Um, it, it, it fades away. You, you don't stick to the. So you can. It's, it's probably typical, like almost workshop syndrome, right? You know, you 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 experience a, a life changing moment, and you go right. I'm going to act, and I'm going to do something. Um, and I have a strength of of doing that, and I do. Um, but I act and I do something for a period of time, and then it's like you know, it's slowly but surely that. You don't do it as often. Um, and I realized that I hadn't really worked that strategy at all probably for the last couple of years. And surprise, surprise, there's the there's that person front of mind again. Um, but that whole energy, that whole negative energy around, around that, it's just like that brilliant line of Paul's, you know, when he goes to see Dr. Lee. Um, you know, if... You don't think you can be stuck in one one aspect of your life, right, and not be stuck elsewhere. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, I, yeah. I, you know, I really resonate with that, Andy, because, like I said, like I went, I've gone to therapy, I've I have a mentor that I've talked about stuff with these three people, and, you know, I think I'm able to articulate it well and understand and have some resolve, and now 
that I can recognize, oh, these three people are also like, that was to me, I thought that was over here. I didn't think that it was, had anything to do with me pursuing my dream and what I desire for my life and how I see myself. It was like, that was, those were relationships that hurt me that I'm healing from, but that's over here. I didn't realize that I'm taking it with me. And now I can, when I've, (laughs) it's kind of been, you know, I shared with Matt, I'm laughing kind of because I I got so tired of myself where I was like, I would take steps forward and I'm like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I hit, I hit a wall and I'm like, uh, maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't. And then I step back yeah. and I couldn't figure out why I kept stepping forward and stepping back and doing this dance. Mm-hmm. And it was because I have been taking these three people with me on my dance. So yeah, now right. when I do okay. this dance, I can look at it and I can go. You're, you're hanging out with me today and, and mm-hmm. I'm letting you dance with me and I need to talk to it and I want to tell it, I want to express something different than what I have because I've been ignoring it or denying it or not being aware of it. Um, and that, mm-hmm. that's that been helpful because I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, gosh, because this is going to be hard. Like you said, like yeah. you became aware of it in 2016, but you know that it's a continual <laughs> thing. And I'm so grateful that I can now at least see that they're part of this dance and I'm not going crazy and thinking like, what is wrong with me? To, why do I keep having this blockage? And I'm like, Oh, they're part of the blockage. Yeah. I can talk to it. Yeah. Well, and, and I yeah. think too, I mean, a lot of what, what we've, we, we heard Paul teach in earlier in an, an earlier session about the, the conscious mind, the subconscious mind and our programming that, that our subconscious programming never really goes away. So when you kind of make those steps forward and you hit what, what he called the terror barrier, right. we bounce off of that and we always we, we tend to come back into safety because it's uncomfortable. And I think that for me, the, the resistance is getting past that uncomfortable feeling and being able to kind of break through and go, look, I've been here before. I've, I've felt this before and recognizing kind of like you, you said something earlier about you, like your inner critic. And one of the things I know, one of, one of my earlier coaches had had me actually name my inner critic. And so, you know, my inner critic I, I've named and I wrote a letter to it and I go back and I revisit that letter often when when he starts to bring you know a louder voice and so i know that that's a resistance for me and it's 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 my my inner voice that keeps coming back and that that's the resistance because it's trying to keep me safe it's you know my inner critic is trying to keep me safe and yet there are certain points where i don't need to stay safe i can i can go out and i can endeavor to live that life that i've imagined Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah. I love that you named. What's his name? Sarge. Sarge. Yeah, because he's always directing me. He's always telling. He's he's giving me. He's giving me orders, and I I had to pull rank. And so there's often times where I had to pull rank, and I have to be able to say, "Look, Sarge, you know I, I I'm taking over here, and I'm in charge, and it's okay. You've done your job. You've kept me safe." But right now, I don't need to be safe. I can I can actually explore. I can endeavor. Not only can I endeavor, I probably will fail, and I might even get hurt. But that's okay. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail fast. I'm going to fail forward. I'm going to fail often. But it's part of the learning process. And I think for me, 
going through Turning Point again from this perspective of actually teaching that Henry David Thoreau quote, like got me to think about my own journey and the fact that I was living it, like even as I was teaching it, I was living it as I was teaching it because every step of the way I experienced advancing, advancing confidently, endeavoring, endeavoring, meaning I failed. You know, there are, th- there are things that we had to kind of fail at and pick up at and, and pick up and, and, and move on and learn from. So for me that, you know, the, the three R's, it was really about the resistance for me and being able to overcome that resistance. And um, so, and I, I really, to me too, the, the, the interesting thing was, as we went in, into the experiential component, um, I really recognized more things and I tied those to the teachings more this time mm-hmm. than I had in the past. And so it was really kind of interesting. So I don't know, yeah. you know, your experience about that, but. Sometimes I wonder where I was on the previous turning points. <laughs> yeah. Sure. In terms of, you know, and again, when you, when you look at it through that different lens, yeah, there was so there were, I think I said to you many times, David, when we were out having um, our outdoor experience on 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 the Saturday, of what was what was what was Saturday about for me and seeing people was seeing people push through their terror barriers, uh-huh. um, ch- chasing their dreams. But actually, I saw I saw so many examples of people physically advancing confidently, mm-hmm. and for me, that was really the highlight of Saturday. You know watching people that probably would should have no right of being 60 feet up in the air yeah. and, uh, you know leaping off of a platform with a harness on trying to reach a trapeze that's probably not reachable um <laughs> i know exactly who you're talking about too because yeah. i mean this this particular individual was about a 74 year old woman who is you know 30 feet in the air jumping off of a platform trying to reach a trapeze if you ever want a metaphor for life in terms of for someone who's just a little bit younger than 74 in terms of, <laughs> that, you know, I don't think I can do this. I'm afraid. You know, it's just like, well, hang on a minute. Let's, let's think of that wonderful lady who yes. we both know incredibly well. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, straight up there as if, you know, like, like a... As we like saying, a squirrel. Say, a ferret <laughs> up a drain pipe. Yes, yes. And, and you know, this platform's only, you know, two feet wide. Yeah. And with the greatest respect to the people that have gone before, they're all up there doing their breathing exercises and preparing yeah. and getting ready and be getting ready to go. This lady just doesn't even stop and takes breath. She gets to the platform and we were both there, right? Watching yeah. off she leaps. Yeah. So, what's, so what stops me? Yeah. What stops me um, chasing my dream? When mm-hmm. you can see an example of, of someone, you know, a, a little bit more senior in their years, go and act and behave like that. Right. Um, and if you remember when she came down, it's like, you know, what? Tell us, tell us a little bit about the experience. Yeah. And her and her answer to that was that that really wasn't a risk. You know, I looked around and I saw who was around me, and I saw that everybody had my back, and I felt safe. Yeah. Mm. I felt safe because I was harnessed, but I was felt safe in this community. Mm-hmm. So there was no risk. Yeah. I knew you had me. I knew you had my back. And I think that that's, a, that's such a great lesson. I'd love to hear your perspective on this, Aaron, because I know community is really huge for you. But 
it makes a difference about who is around you. And, and, and I know this just from walking through the process of setting up the event and, and, and walking through all of the decisions I've, I've said, I said from the stage, look, I couldn't have done this without Andy and his wife, Charlotte, because I, we need community. We need people who have our back. And I think we've, we've been fed a lie and a myth for so long that we're independent and that we can do it ourselves and we're self-made and I just call BS on that because I'm sorry, but we need community. And I think if there's anything that I learned personally going through this was that, oh, what about you, Aaron? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I don't know, even from this weekend, like hearing how people, well, hearing how Paul said, he talked about expressing energy. It either expresses, expresses and expands positive mm-hmm. or negative. Yeah. And I started thinking through like, even who is in within my community that expresses negative energy that Mm -hmm. I may need to create some, you know, boundaries with because it affects what I'm trying to push through right now. Um, Who of talk to themselves is affecting me. That's how powerful community is. And we don't even realize it. The people around us um, whether they're expressing positive or negative energy can also impact us. It rubs off on us, you know, and I really do believe iron sharpens iron. Yeah, and that's for sure. why community is so important to have people around you that can speak into you what they see that you may not see within yourselves and then hold you up to a higher standard. And you desire that higher standard, you know, not, not a self-righteous standard, but a, a good, healthy, righteous standard. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think community is so important for that, but I've been reflecting on who around me do I need to maybe create a little bit more distance towards that's expressing and expanding the negative energy. And I'm even noticing that within myself. Like I'm like, okay, I could, I could respond to this in two different ways. I'm going to choose and I get to choose, you know, I get to do it. I don't have to, I get to, to, I get to choose negative or positive energy. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Gosh, it's so good. So what, I guess, what's, what's something else that stood out to you um, from the event that if, if somebody in the future, if we, if we do this event again, um, you know, why, why should somebody actually push through their terror barrier and, and all of the excuses that come up in their mind and the, and the hurdles and the barriers, why should they push past those and actually come to an event like this? They have to believe within themselves that there's something that's bigger than them Mm. to pursue, Yeah, I believe. Mm -hmm. And if they believe that, if they believe, you know, I know that my life is meant for so much more and I'm capable of so much more, um, then it's really just a why not go to this because Mm -hmm. you do unlock that and you learn, Mm -hmm. um, you learn that you are worthy of the dreams and desires that have been put, placed on your heart and you are worthy to have those offerings to the world mm-hmm. and you are worthy of the type of community that believes in you and speaks into you. You're worthy to choose that, but it's a, I think it's the choice that that person has to make to yeah. see that they are worthy, even if they don't believe it. They may not fully believe it, but they can kind of know that they are, you know, or they desire to want to know that they are. 
I think that they can desire to want to know that they're worthy, but still struggle with it and show up and realize, oh my gosh, nope, this I am. I'm worthy to dream yeah. this big. Love that. Andy, how would you answer that question? You know what? I think I I think I'd I'd try and build on what Erin said because I I I believe she's absolutely right. And my my and on that would be I genuinely believe a number of people in our community that that we know quite well, and maybe some that I don't, they made an excuse not to come. Mm. And I choose that word deliberately because I think probably what was behind the excuse not to come, which would have been, you know, I've got family or I haven't got the money or I'm, you know, I'm doing something different this weekend. What one step underneath that would be, I don't want to spend three days working on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. There's and that and that's the real reason why they didn't come. And, and what we've had the beauty of to, to hear Erin speak into this morning and experience so much feedback, not only during the weekend but after the weekend, in terms of the people that that did do it afraid, did sign up afraid. Yeah, I've um, spoken to. They're so glad that they did. Mm-hmm. And even almost live in the moment, um, you know, my, my dear friend, you know, Richard, who came, yeah. you know, he, he experienced Thursday night and, and a teaching on Thursday night that he'd never heard before <laughs> from, from Paul um, and went to bed. Um, and, and we're not saying anything here that's confidential because he spoke into this in the room, right, on, on the following day, bless his right. heart. Yeah. You know, he went to bed on, on the Thursday night and rang his partner and said, I don't know what these guys are drinking, um, <laughs> but I'm but I'm coming home tomorrow. Um, and it, but he got up on the Friday morning and went, no, no, perhaps 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 I just need to stay a little bit longer and push through. Um, and you and I know now that if we were able to, you know, call Richard and say, look, would you do us a quick, you know, testimonial of what you got out of the weekend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would it would bring tears to your eyes for sure. Yeah, for sure definitely. and that's just one that's just one example so yeah. i think you know building on what Aaron said you, you've got to do it afraid you've got to do the work on yourself mm-hmm. to maximize this god-given potential that we've all got yeah yeah what what um so speaking of like events like this and just kind of pushing past the things that we excuses that we make for ourselves I, i've done it as well matter of fact i have a i have a note in my prior turning point um, notebook that of the resistance that I faced, even going to the event back in 2016. But, but do these events really like make a difference? And if so, like, like what's required to make the things that you're learning a long-term change? What, you know, what's involved in that? Aaron, I don't know if Aaron, if you have some thoughts on that. I think you have to want it more than anybody else wanting it for you. Yeah, yeah. And you got to be willing to say no to the things that are going to be in the way of of pursuing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want that and you only want half of it, it's not going to be the same. So I think I had to get to the point, there was a time in my life where I hit rock bottom. And honestly, I was out of excuses and out of people to blame. Mm. And at the end of the day, I had to start looking at myself because I'm stuck with me and I'm stuck with choosing what I'm choosing, what I'm not choosing. Mm. And 
that I had, I had to choose it. It had to be my choice and I had to want it. I had to really want it. So I think that there has to be a desire for you to, to want it and to be even maybe if you're even a little like, you know, you, you sometimes I feel like you can struggle with this like imposter syndrome of like, oh my gosh, but like, I don't want to be arrogant by desiring a life like this, or I want to be arrogant and thinking that who am I to, to pursue this? Or you gotta, you gotta still look past that voice and have curiosity that there's something on the other side of that voice and then put your armor on and go hard through it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Put your armor on and go hard through it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to be on our quote card. Put your armor on and <laughs> go hard through it. Oh my gosh. I love go it. Go hard through it. You just go got hard. to. Okay. Yeah. Got to. Waste of time. I love Waste it. Waste time for yourself. <laughs> Well, and, and I think, I think too, so many people think that, you know, well, is this egotistical? Is, am I, am I, no, I mean, God gave us a purpose to be on this planet. He gave each one of us unique gifts and talents and abilities. And you're right, Aaron, we've got to go hard through it. And you know, the, the thing that I will often share with business owners is that if, and, and Andy, you said this earlier, you know, like we, we can't be stuck in one area and, and not be stuck in another area. So if you're a business owner and you're looking at your business and you think, golly, I've hit a plateau or I'm really struggling here, you have to look within yourself. I mean, because the business is a reflection of the of the business owner and we have to be able to take a look at ourselves. And so too often, I know that it, it's too hard. It's it's hard. It's, it's not too hard. It's hard sometimes to look inside of ourselves and actually take the time to to, to do that and do the work and yeah. put, put your armor on and go hard. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to say something, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's another build on on what Aaron said because you have to do exactly. What, I believe that you have to do exactly what Aaron said, and I think you know you have to put your armor on. Yeah. Um, but then recognize probably having having put your armor on and started to advance confidently mm-hmm. that maybe in a few days or a few weeks or even a few months something might pierce the armor yeah. and actually and, and how do you and how do you repair or fix that i think it's the the people that you surround yourself with again because yeah. actually you know who you surround yourself with matters as you said right at the top of this call david and those are the people that are going to be there to say look you've got this yeah. you've got this you're okay you know, yeah. you've had a bad day, you've had a bad week. Let's just not make that, you know, two bad days or two bad weeks and let, let, let's go again. Um, and already we're seeing that in the power, you know, we're seeing the, it's it's early excited enthusiasm energy, but inside, you know, the Facebook group where people are declaring, that, you know, their IAMs, the Turning Point Facebook group. Yes. You, you, can, you can see the, the enthusiasm and the excitement and the energy of, you know, of people starting to believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. But for some of us that will wane in, you know, a week or 10 days or two weeks time. And it's going to need one of us or one of them to pick me up um, or to pick us up. Um, so I think the end is the community again, because we can't, we're not built to go and take this journey on by ourselves. In my opinion, we weren't, we weren't put, we were put on this planet for a purpose, but I also believe we weren't put on this planet to do it all by ourselves. Yeah, totally agree. Totally I agree. agree. David, what's 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 you know what what's your immediate 
I know you've had probably 48 hours now to, yeah. to, to, to reflect and, you know, what's the experience, what's the, re- what's the one or two things that are at the top of your mind in terms of the reflection from the weekend for you? I think the first thing that comes to my mind is when I had, you know, I shared, um, how the whole idea for turning point came, it was kind of like this flash or this little picture in my mind during my meditation time. And, and so I saw the the teaching component with Paul and, and, and really sharing the stage with Paul and being a part of, of the, the transformation, but I didn't anticipate the, the expanse of the people, the effect that it was going to have on, on the people who were there. And, and I have to, I have to say this, that during the debrief on Saturday night from the experience, I was fighting back tears. I, literally, I could fight back tears right now thinking of and hearing the stories of the people who are sharing their takeaways. I didn't anticipate that. And it overwhelmed me. It really did. And and I think that it reiterated, again, something that you said, and I know that, Aaron, you totally believe in, is that's community. And that that knowing that there are people in the community uh, that, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of living in, um, that, that, that are sharing, that are sharing life together, that are, that are helping each other. And that impact, I think was the first thing that was top of mind for me. And, and I, I didn't anticipate that. I, I I don't know why, but I just didn't anticipate that. And so that's probably the first thing. And I guess the second thing that upon my reflection is, is that, and, and I, I was actually telling my wife this this morning. We went to coffee together, and and um, I, I was living the Henry David Thoreau quote from last July first when I messaged you, Andy, about this event through the time that I was on stage. And when I was teaching it, I you know you know how sometimes you can have these simultaneous thoughts. I was like <laughs> teaching it, but I, on one level, I'm going. David, you live this. And, you know, if one advances confidently in the direction of their dreams and lives the life they've imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. Mm-hmm. And like all of that came together for me at that, at that moment and at that event, because if one, who me, why me? You know, that question that you talked about, Aaron, you know, like, Look, it's it's just me. Well, it, it is me. If one advances confidently, then I can live the life I, I've imagined. And 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 it it really just kind of came together for me. So those are kind of two of my top of mind reflections is that even though we we sometimes we go to these events and, or we see these quotes, when we put them into practice and we actually like get outside of our comfort zone for the last nine months. I've been routinely outside of my comfort zone, except when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm outside of my comfort zone. And it's like, man, it's so good. It's so good. It's so scary sometimes, but it's so good. So I don't know. That's the, that's the thing that, 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 that came to my mind. Aaron, I wanted to ask you, cause I know that, you know, since, I mean, since, since the weekend, you've had some time to reflect and, and I'd love to just kind of get your thoughts on what are some other things maybe that you want to share? Um, I know you've got a big community and you've kind of been asking, you know, some things on your social media. I just love to be able to hear like what some of the things are that 
you, you know, like people have either asked you or what your thoughts are on those things that they've asked you, or even just your reflections. I know that's kind of broad, but I'll just kind of turn the mic to you for a second. Yes. No, that's good. Um, you know, I, I did post on Instagram. I was like, what do you want to know? And I was really surprised by some of the responses. So I'll share a few of the responses and then maybe we can unpack some of them. Yeah, cool. Um, my, uh, somebody said, I said, what is your challenge right now that you want to learn from and overcome? Somebody said, second guessing dreams and, and, uh, and wanting to know goals versus realities. Mm. Um, another person said, how do I pursue my passion and know it's not arrogance or ego, which is what we talked on. Um, do events and conferences really make a long-term impact? Mm -hmm. Um, Letting small things go and not allowing them to disrupt my peace. Um, it was another one. And I, you know, I letting small things go, not allowing them to disrupt my peace. I think that our energy is so important as we pursue that, like we talked about it before, like expand, expands and it expresses or expresses it. Yeah. Expands and then expresses yeah. positive or negative. And there's such a beauty in being able to own your own energy and mm. acknowledge somebody else's. I think that is so empowering when you can yeah. go, that's something that you are wanting to expand and express on, but that's not mm. something I want to expand and express on. And I'm going to protect my inner peace for that reason. Cause yeah. that is not for me to own. That's for you to own that, that, I really, I don't know why that stuck with me so much, but I loved that when Paul talked about that, it just gave me tools. And again, it's like that other question does do events like these have a long-term impact. I now have tools and verbiage that I did not have before that equips me for when I put on my armor and I go hard and through. You know, <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love it. I have the verbiage yeah. to be able to to talk to myself and the whole arrogance ego thing. Like, I struggled and struggle with that a lot. It's that terror terror barrier that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the terror terror barriers that I struggled with that I noticed on the obstacle course was that. And David, you and I have joked a lot about it. It's so bizarre, Andy. I realized I wasn't scared of the actual obstacle. Like I was not scared of the actual, like climbing up the tree and jumping off the trapeze, which I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't, wasn't able to do it, but I wanted to do it. Um, we just ran out of time. But then the other one where it was like, we're walking, well, I don't know how far up we are, 40, 50, 60 feet, something like that. Yeah. And it's like cables that we're walking across. And, you know, you just have this like rope holding on yeah. to this thing and, and I'm walking across. I'm not scared of the height at all. I was not scared. What I was nervous about was missing following the instructions from the instructor. That's what <laughs> I was scared of, which <laughs> I've been still thinking about that, David. I'm like, I think that's great. Why is it? Yeah. That that's the thing I was scared of was like, why is that? And I realized I'm like, that's my terror barrier for other stuff. Like, pursuing so worth loving. It is, I'm scared to pursue something and not get it right. And that there is this secret instruction manual that I've missed or that I haven't read or that I'm not smart enough or, you know, whatever it may be that I you know struggle with internally 
that I'm like, I could mess it up because I didn't do my due diligence. I think that's where I was the most nervous was like, I mean, I, Matt laughed because I was just listening so intently on like <laughs> what the crazy. instructor would say. And then like, I would get it wrong, you know, cause yeah. I didn't follow the instructions properly. <laughs> cause I know that's what I do. I don't, I don't read instructions. Like I'm not yeah. actually somebody that reads it. So I think yeah. I get anxiety to follow the rules cause I know I don't do it well. So I, it's interesting. I don't know. It was just interesting. What do y'all think about that? That was like yeah. what I recognized in my, in my terror barrier talk. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, Andy, I'll let you jump in there because I, I, I've got thoughts, but I'll let you jump in. <laughs> I think it's probably, you know, coming to terms with the person that you are. You are. That's, that's, that's your personality profile, dare we say. That's, you know, and I think that's, that's your level of awareness, you know, you know, being heightened in terms of understanding. And then as a result of that, becoming really comfortable with, Easier said than done, right? But getting really comfortable with that, with that, that personality type that, that you are, and and knowing that it comes with you know a bunch and a bundle of strengths, but it'll also it, it it potentially if you're not aware of it and you are aware of it, it can catch you out. So, you know, if you are not an instruction reader, be aware that you might put the IKEA flat pack furniture together with you know the leg in the wrong place. <laughs> Just saying that I might have done that previously. Whilst, oh, whilst, whilst Charlie, my wife, is just waiting there with, a, you know, would you like the instructions now? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I would. After you know, we've got three quarters of the way through it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, being being aware, just being really aware of the type of person that you are and being comf- more and more comfortable with it mm-hmm. and knowing that as we advance confidently, Mm-hmm. We're going to screw up from time to time, right? And yeah, and and nine times out of ten, that's okay. It's not. It's not a catastrophe. It's not the end of the world. It's not fatal. We've made, yeah, we've, we've yeah, we made a mistake. It's like okay, what did we do? Yeah. Um, you know, and what I need to make sure that I don't do again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think that you know it's so funny, Aaron, that you you mentioned that because I think I have up until now been so have had a mindset of. Of perfection. Like I needed to be seen as perfect. I needed to be, you know, all of these things that, that when I look at the quote and I even taught this, like endeavoring means you're going to fail. I'm going to fail. And, and, and I got to be okay with that. And, and so it's, it's just going ahead anyway and doing it anyway. That's been a hard thing for me. I mean, it really has because I, I, I've had this programming that you need to do it right, David. You need to be perfect. You need to, you know, be seen as, and people people know that you know we're not, we're not all perfect. Perfect, and so it's okay. It's okay. And so endeavoring is going to mean failing, and it's going to mean learning from it, and you know, understanding. And I think to Andy's point, you know, understanding my personality and understanding having an awareness of that has been helpful because then I can use the people around me to help me where I'm not strong. I mean, to be honest, I mean, this, I said it before, this event would not have taken place without Andy and Charlie, because the detail parts were like, I didn't know what I didn't know. (laughs) So I think that that's, um, that's, you know, something that I I learned too. I I wanted to talk about, because you, you, you asked about, 
or you, you, you say one of the things that uh, somebody said on social media, you know, like, do, do these, do these uh, events make long-term change and, and do they um, really, you know, are sustain, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing, are, are, do they create sustainable change? And I think it depends, but it depends on you. I mean, it depends on me. I mean, it depends on how I approach it and how I go into it. If I just, if I just go in and I want to take notes and I'm all in my head and it's all intellectual, yeah. but I don't think so. I mean, I think I can go back to my, but I can go back to my notes and I can see it intellectually, but that's my thinking mind. And, you know, we talked about the thinking mind and the emotional mind, the subconscious mind. I think that's where we have to change. And that's where, I mean, and you said it best, Aaron. I mean, you've got the tools. We have the tools to be able to make the change now in that subconscious mind so that we can change and we can, you know, make that long-term impact. And so I think it all depends on the individual, but if you go into it knowing that you're going to get the tools to be able to do it. And then, and, and now is where the hard work happens, right? It's, it's, it's in the, who do I need to be now? Who do I need to become sure. in the becoming? That's so good. Yeah. Well, I know, I know we're wrapping, we're wrapping up against our, our, our uh, stop time here. Um, Aaron, are there any uh, things that you would like to share with the audience that we haven't talked about yet that you really wanted to make sure that you just shared uh, about your experience and, and really just kind of being in that growth space that you were in and, and still are in? Mm. You know, I think I would just share with somebody that's listening right now that doesn't feel maybe like they have what it takes or they're missing something within themselves. We all can find that piece. We could all find something that we're missing that we feel like we're not qualified for. Every single person that attended, I bet you has a list that they've made at one point in their life that they've had to break off um, that told them that they weren't good enough, weren't worthy of it and unqualified for it. I just want to encourage the person listening that they absolutely are. I struggled with that in regards to just my own, my own dream that I have with so worth loving and really going after it and confidently speaking again, that I am pursuing it. Like that is hard considering my business is called so worth loving. And I've, I've, taken a back seat for a little while as I've processed some personal stuff with um, a divorce and debt and all this stuff that I've had to own. But stepping back in, I mean, I felt like, oh, I don't think I'm qualified anymore. I think I'm a has-been. I said that to one of my mentors and she goes, you're 35. And I said, <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> but when I started it, I was 25, you know, and mm. And I saw lots of peaks, but then I experienced lots of valleys. And this retreat reminded me that the valleys that I've been in equip me to pursue what it is that I want because I can, I'm stronger now and I'm going to fail. I have failed. So the mm. fact that like I pursue so worth loving now, well, I've already failed it once, like in my mind, like I'm like, I already failed. Like Paul talked about that. He was like, you're going to probably fail an idea that is brand new and you learn from it and I'm learning from it. And so whoever's listening, if they're like, if they feel that they're, they're just done or they need to hang something up, but there's this longing, they may not need to, they just need to recognize you failed. Okay. Move on. 
go, go for it. You're worthy of that. You have value to offer to the world and the world needs you. We need people like that in this world that contribute that way. So that's what I would say. Go hard through it. Go hard through it. I'm going to make a t-shirt that says that. I love it. I love it. You, I would buy that t-shirt. Uh, Andy, what's, uh, what's, what's, what's maybe one thing you want to wrap up with? As, as Paul would say, you know, what, what, you know, what if you fail? What if I fail? Oh, you're so cute. What if you fail? You know? Yes, exactly. Right, I was, right. I was hearing him say the exact same thing. Oh, so you're so cute. Of course you're going to fail. <laughs> It's a necessary uh, part of the journey, right? Uh, I think in answer to your question, David, I think, you know, that how I would wrap it up is, you know, we're, we're worth it as individuals. Each and every one of us is worth it. We're, we're worth pursuing our dreams. We were put on, on this earth with God-given talents and abilities. Um, and and I'd, anybody listening to this, uh, you know, who's not living into their potential for whatever reason, Mm-hmm. You know, encourage them to start to think into it. If we think about the metaphor that we had, you know, all together, you know, late into Saturday night, yeah, without getting too somber, none of us know how much time we've got left. We don't know whether we've got a day, whether we've got a month, whether we've got a year, or we've got another 60 or 70 years. We just don't right. know, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and on that premise, that means that we need to go out and live into our purpose and live into our passion and our potential each and every day. Um, and if you're stuck and you're not sure how to do that, take the next step and, and go and speak to someone that can help and support you. Um, it doesn't have to be any of us on this podcast or any of our community. Go and find someone that can just help you um, advance confidently. <laughs> Love that, Andy. Uh, so good. So good. Yeah. And I think the last thing I will say is that um, if you're listening to this and you're questioning, you know, you, what, you know, am I worthy? And and I I have to just echo what Aaron's you know has said, and and really what her um, mission is all about is yes, you are worthy. You are worth it, and you are worthy. And um, God resourced you. He put you on this planet for a reason, and you are worth it. And so um, go out and live your life. Go out and live your life in a way that you you go hard through it. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna fail. You go You're gonna hard fail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you both. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for the listeners, okay. uh, you know, kind of just allowing us to share our, our the journey through, you know, 30, through turning point through the, just this growth path. And um, I'm really appreciative to both of you for your time. Thank you, David. Thank you. Andy. Thank you, David. Thank you, Aaron. Well, I think that was just a, a great episode and, and, and such a great conversation. I'll, I'll just share a couple of my key takeaways with you. And then what I'd really love for you to do is to reach out to me and shoot me a note. What are your takeaways? What did you hear from from Aaron and Andy as we had this conversation um, just around growth and um, their, their takeaways um, from Turning Point? Um, let me know. So the first thing that I, I heard was that uh, really, who you learn from makes a difference, and and we want to make sure that who we're learning from has has been through the things that they're teaching. Um, we also want to make sure that they have the credibility and the experience to be able to share with us and 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 help us make it through the 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 dreams that we have and and, and advance confidently in the direction of our dreams and. 
And that's the other thing um, that we talked about, um, and I'll, I'll just share it here, is the, the the text from Henry David Thoreau, because at Turning Point, this is the component that I taught from, actually Andy and I taught from. So that quote goes like this, if one advances confidently in the direction of their dreams and endeavors to live the life they've imagined, they will meet with success unexpected in common hours. And, and really, that, that whole quote, I, I basically took an hour and unpacked it. And there's so much there, so I'm not going to unpack it here. Um, but it's something that as you look at that quote, there is so much richness to it. And just advancing confidently in the direction of your dreams takes really being able to talk to our inner critic and teaching us to be able to put that inner critic in its, in its place. And, and really, the other part that came out from what Aaron learned was just handling the, the three R's, the resentment, the restriction, and the revenge, and, and being able to make taking care of those things and diving into those things a habit. The other thing I think that Aaron said was really important is that um, the concept of energy expressing and expanding. And, and others people, other people's energy rubs off on us. And, and so it really matters uh, who we spend time with. And, and so we have to ask ourselves the question, who do I need to spend more time around? Who do I need to spend less time around? And then make those changes appropriately. I loved what Aaron said that uh, we just need to put our armor on and go hard through it. Um, you know, I, I think oftentimes um, we think that when we do certain things or we have a goal or a dream that it's just going to be smooth sailing and and it's far from that we have to be able to be willing to 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 do the hard things and and go through some hard things and so put your arm on, armor on and just go hard through it the other thing i think is really important for uh you to realize is that events like this do make a long-term difference if you make a conscious effort to change and change out your programming. Events like this give us new tools. They give us new language, new awareness to handle the challenges that we have to go hard through. And so it really depends on me if I am going to have an event like this make a difference. And so endeavoring means that we've got to be able to make a conscious effort to change. And endeavoring also means that we may fail. We likely are going to fail. And so we need to learn from that failure and that we need to just recognize that we can go through those failures and those hard times and just advance confidently through it. Now, on the next episode, you're not going to want to miss the two business owners that we have on uh, the next episode. You're going to meet Katie and Stefan Hyatt, and they're just amazing individuals. They are a husband and wife team. But you're going to uh, really enjoy hearing their story and their growth journey. So make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss it. So let's live with intention today. Let's live into our passion. Let's advance confidently in the direction of our dreams. So thanks for tuning in today. I hope this has been helpful for you. And until next time, remain in that growth space and be well.